Hello and welcome back to Cam's MMA Podcast. We have quite a bit to go over tonight and I want to welcome you guys to the show. I'm your host, Cam Taylor, and let's get straight into it, you guys. So UFC had a fight night last night that went on for quite some time. I didn't end up going to bed until almost roughly 1 a.m. Central Standard Time. And man, that was a lot of fights. I mean, I was actually very surprised and pleasantly surprised at that with the performances that were put on by all of the fighters. I mean, it was quite the show, let me tell you guys. Um, For those of you listening just directly to the podcast, I thank you for having you here. (laughs) And for those watching on YouTube, thank you for also tuning in and viewing. It's your boy, Cam Taylor, and let's get straight into it. So with our first fight of the night, we had Yasmin Uruguay versus Estela Nunez. Estela Nunez, sorry, I mispronounced her name. Um, that fight ended in a KO, and that was a crazy one for sure. Uh, not so, I mean, it was definitely a great start to the card, and I want to give them all the respect that they deserve. Uh, Yasmin really came out, uh, came out hot and swinging, and really just outclassed her the whole fight. Uh, Nunez almost just looked like she just was not wanting to be there that night, just looked kind of out of it. Not a whole lot of production from her side, and her head movement was really lacking. So Nunez went ahead. I'm sorry. Yasmin went ahead and took that victory from her. Um, and that was quite the impressive performance. Next up, we had Marcelo Rojo versus Francis Marshall. So the first fight, by the way, we picked correctly over here at Cannes MMA Pod. So we had the first four rights fights correct. Excuse me. And uh, we'll keep going, though. Uh, I think all in all over the night, we had six out of 12 fights correct. So not too hot on the percentages picked there. But, you know, you can't win them all, right? That's what they say. And so I was definitely upset because I made one of the wrong picks. But it was not like I was gambling any money on it. So can't be all that upset. I was just going off pure intuition and what I thought who would win. So, So now for our next fight... We had our featherweight, yeah, Marcelo Rojo uh, versus Francis Marshall in a featherweight bout. And Francis Marshall, man, just came out and really put on a performance. I think it was his first debut uh, UFC performance after being on, uh, not the Ultimate Fighter, but he was on the, um, well, I can't think of the word right now, so we'll skip over that. But Francis Marshall ended up winning by KO in round two at a minute and 14 seconds. And he really deserved that win. I mean, he obviously showed it. He earned it. So it was quite the crazy performance on his part. Francis Marshall did a great job. Up next, we had a lightweight bout, and that was at 6 p.m. Well, that's when the whole card started. But Natan Levy versus uh, Gennaro Valdez, excuse me. And that was quite a crazy fight. Uh, Gennaro Valdez is... Just showed a lot of heart, man. He they brawled. It was around three decision, but they brawled it out, and uh, Natan Levy was really putting it on him. So Natan Levy is someone to definitely be uh, looking out for, coming from uh, Israel, and that guy is just a is a scrapper, man. He really put it on. So shout out to him and hats off to him. Then we had a featherweight bout from Derek El- Darren Elkins and Jonathan Pierce. And that was another one that we had picked correctly. Uh, Jonathan Pierce just put on quite a clinic. He had a round three decision. Uh, Darren Elkins, man, got bloodied up, uh, bruised up, and 
gave a classic performance though. The man loves to fight. He just was uh, all about it, honestly. Uh, we were live streaming the fights over on my Twitch at uh, Tweaker Joe is the name for the Twitch. Got to change that and eventually create a new account. But yeah, that's what we're going to start doing here on Kansas MMA Pod. We are going to live stream all of the events for you guys. Uh, obviously, I can't show the events themselves, but I'll be doing my reactions and uh, just be hanging out and y'all can watch along with me. Uh, we'll have on December 10th this coming weekend. We have a great card coming up, so I'm excited for that as well. And then for our next white next fight, excuse me, we had a lightweight bout with Michael Johnson and Mark DeCasey. Uh, De Michael Johnson ended up getting the decision. I had picked Mark DeCasey to win, um, but he just could not show. Uh, he just kind of pulled away at the end. Uh, Michael Johnson did and was outboxing him towards the end. Um, it was, in my opinion, I don't think it should have been a unanimous. I think they gave it to Michael Johnson. I think it could have been a split decision. But, you know, that's what happens when you just start getting too a little bit too comfortable in there and uh, not really finishing through the fight. So that's what can happen. I mean, Casey, I don't know what's next for him. We'll see. I think a lot of people on Twitter were upset. I was following the whole UFC Orlando uh uh, Twitter feed the whole hashtag last night um, for the fights and uh, it was uh, pretty sad to see some of the fans reactions to his and rightfully so I mean to his performance a lot of people were upset with what he was doing or lack of <laughs> for that for that matter up next we had Clay Guida versus Scott Holtzman I had picked Scott Holtzman to win this fight and uh, don't ask me why I went against Clay Guida in this uh that was a bozo mistake. Clay Guida definitely showed that uh, he still loves to fight, loves to scrap. I mean, the dude's got 38 wins <laughs> and 19 losses. He's been fighting forever. And, his, and in classic Clay Guida fashion, he came out getting slapped by his cornerman in the face. I mean, it was just an all-around great performance from Clay Guida, so we'll give that one to him. Hats off to you, Clay Guida. And up next, we had Angela Hill and Emily Ducote. And I had Angela Hill to win this, so we got this pick right. We did really good on the prelims, by the way. The main card was uh, a little rougher, uh, so to speak. But uh, Angela Hill just really showed why she uh, still belongs in the UFC. And I think that she did a great job in that fight. Emily Ducote just, again, kind of just seemed like she wasn't really all there that night. And uh, fighters talk about that a lot, where... They'll just be having a great training camp, and they'll be doing awesome things throughout the whole training camp. But then the night of the fight, they're just either in it or they're not. And you, it kind of shows sometimes. Um, obviously, there's so much more that goes into it, and I can only imagine what it's like to step in there. But these people definitely, definitely throw it together and put on a great performance for all of us. So we're definitely spoiled in that sense. Now... Excuse me one second. I'm going to let my dog up on my chair. <laughs> All right. Now for the main card. We had so many fights last night. I mean, geez. For the main card, we started off with Nico Price and Philip Rowe. And that was a crazy performance by Philip Rowe. I was really happy for him that he could get that win. I think his mom is going through cancer, battling cancer. So shout out to her. And uh, fuck cancer, that's for sure. <laughs> Excuse me. But... 
Philip Rowe ended up getting the win. We had picked Nico Price to win that. I figured with home court advantage, home field advantage, so to speak, being that he's from Florida, I thought, you know, Nico Price was actually really doing good in the first couple rounds. Um, and he just, you know, couldn't, could not withstand the storm at the very end. He was putting it on Philip Rowe, really doing good. And then all of a sudden, bam, just gets taken down. So not taken down, but he actually ended up getting TKO'd or KO'd for that matter. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a great fight and a great performance by Philip Rowe. And then up next with Eric Anders versus Kyle, du- uh, Kyle Dawkins. I had picked Kyle Dawkins to win originally. Um, I meant to go with Eric Anders. Uh, I totally made a bozo mistake there. So, um, yeah, Eric Anders with a round two KO. Uh, it was a stoppage, so a TKO. Uh, Dawkins just did not look all there as well. He was started off the fight, from what I remember, doing pretty good. Um, you know, in the first round, did pretty well. But then in round two, Eric Anders just stole the show from him. And you can kind of see where uh, Kyle Dawkins just might have to re go back to the drawing board and redecide what exactly he wants to do. I think that uh, maybe he wasn't fully prepared for Eric Anders or maybe was overconfident. I'm not sure exactly. I think overall, all in all, it's just a loss. There's not too much, you know, speculation that can go into it sometimes. Uh, I think a lot of people will just overanalyze things and I'm not trying to do that myself so anyways sorry my headset died there momentarily I apologize after that fight we had Jack Hermanson versus Roman Delize and man I had Hermanson to win that thing but Delize put him in a car slicer I think is what they called it Uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong Um, I'm gonna have to get more brushed up on some of the terminology still working on it um and by the way, this is episode three of Cam's MMA Pod, so we are back and better than ever, and slowly and surely improving every week. So I appreciate you guys listening. But man, Delize had him in that car slicer, and just they had to stop the fight. There was nothing Jack Hermanson could have done to get out of that. He was absolutely locked in there. Delize showed up and put on a great performance and moved up to twelve and one. So. The rest of the card from here just got insane. Uh, we'll move on. We had a heavyweight bout with Tai Tuivasa and Sergei Pavlovich. Now, I forget who they gave fight of the night to. I'm assuming they gave it to, you know, uh, Stephen Thompson and Kevin Holland, who we'll be talking about that in a little because those guys just brawled it out. Um, there were so many good fights on this card, too. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. There were so many good fights, and it was hard to decide almost like if I'm Dana White, it's going to be hard for me to decide who gets the fight of the night bonus. I mean, a lot of great fights, a lot of great performances, some people that really probably deserved it and needed it, but Hey, only one, only one fight can get it. That's the fight of the night, not fights of the night for a reason. So there is only one that can receive that obviously. So Sergey Pavlovich knocked out Tai Tuivasa and I watched on a YouTube video on the channel and I'm going to shout out the channel right here. Uh, we're going to go back for you guys just to make sure I have this right. I apologize to you guys for the wait. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the channel. Unfortunately I cannot right now, <clears throat> but 
there there was a YouTuber that was talking about how chin recovery is a huge thing, and uh, I totally agree with that. I mean, uh, Ty Tuivasa was taking shots from Derek Lewis, and uh, and managed to weather that storm and out brawl him, and those. Those words were also said by uh, the other YouTuber whose name I apologize, I forget, but I'll include him as a source in this podcast. Um, but anyways, irregardless, 100% true. Tai Tuivasa just did not have enough time to recover. It was two months ago when he last fought, so he was just in the octagon and came out. And I, I do agree, too, that, the, that Sergei Pavlovich probably would have won irregardless, because yeah, you cannot just stand there, stand there and swing and bang, as Derek Lewis would say, with Sergey Pavlovich. I mean, Pavlovich has now beaten Derek Lewis and tied to Ivasa, and it shows for good reason too. So that was a great fight and a great win by Sergey Pavlovich. Next, we had Matthias Nikolau versus Matthew Christopher Schnell, uh, or Matt Schnell. <laughs> just to make it shorter, because that's what the UFC reads his name as. He's got his middle name in there. Shout out to Matt Schnell. And Matthias Nicolau ended up knocking out Matt Schnell in a crazy performance. I mean, uh, Matt Schnell came in with a shaved head, and I believe that Nicolau was ranked 6 and Schnell was ranked 7, but it was a top 10 bout, and uh, Matthias Nicolau just really put it on. Uh, did a, gave a great performance in his uh, uh, post-fight speech. He was saying how he wanted to fight of the night, and he's ready. Uh, his contract is now up, but I'm sure they've already renegotiated with the UFC because, I mean, the kid is on fire. He's 19-3 and three now and one, deci- and one tie, 19-3-1 uh, in the UFC. So shout-out to Matt uh, Nicolau, or Matthias Nicolau, for that great performance. I mean... I felt spoiled last night. I don't know about you guys, but UFC Orlando actually ended up being way better of a car than I could have imagined. Um, there were so many fights and so many things that happened, so I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, next, we had Brian Barberina versus Rafael Dos Anjos. And man, did RDA win that fight or what? I mean, obviously he won the fight, but... RDA showed why he still belongs and showed that the dude still got it. I mean, and Brian Barberina, he's fighting. They're somewhat both older guys, so I'm not going to sit there and act like he's, you know, fighting the number one guy in the welterweight division. But uh, RDA really did a great, gave a great performance, excuse me. And I was very happy with his performance. Um, he won by submission in round two. So in classic RDA fashion, you know, he uh, just overwhelmed him on the ground. Uh, got the multi- I think he got two or three takedowns that fight, uh, RDA did. And I think he ended up taking uh, Johnson's spot for the most uh, takedowns in the UFC. I might have that wrong. There was another fighter it might have, might have been. So I apologize if I do have that wrong. But RDA ended up getting that submission win and just cranked his neck, um, you know, with a vicious neck crank that you do not want RDA on your back still. I mean, the dude, the dude has some jujitsu under him. Uh, obviously, that's not a new, some new information <laughs> by any means, uh, but the guy is no joke. Up next, and finally, last but not least, we had Stephen Thompson versus Kevin Holland 
for the main event, the welterweight event. <laughs> Excuse me. And boy, was that a fight. Stephen Thompson just came out. He was taking some shots. Uh, I think in round two, he got clipped. Uh, he got hit square, clean flush on the forehead. And uh, was I honestly thought that Kevin Holland was going to just take it uh, towards the probably the second round. I was like, uh-oh, because I had picked Stephen Thompson to win. So I had that pick correct. Um, I had RDA correct as well. I think I ended up going 6 for 12 or uh, 7 for 12 on the night. I forget, but... Uh, over here at Cam's MMA Pod, we're trying to get all the picks right. That's our goal every time, and so we're not satisfied with our picks. But anyways, about the fight, uh, we have the highlights here playing for you guys who are watching on YouTube. Um, for those tuning in, just audio. Uh, if you saw the fight, you know what I'm talking about when I say that that was a brawl. I mean, they were just going at it for 15 minutes straight, and uh, Kevin Holland actually did uh, officially... Uh, suffer a broken hand in round one and uh, you could tell throughout the fight he was looking at his hand a lot looking down at it Uh, it was bothering him it affected him for sure it was almost like he was fighting with one hand so that the doctor stopped it Um, I mean the guy was just like get me the hell out of here his hand got messed up for sure and uh, I'm glad that Stephen Thompson could get a victory there Uh, for him next I would like to see him probably go against another striker i mean i know you can't always get what you want uh these guys had like an unwritten rule where they were not taking each other down which made for a great show for the audience and the fans but i mean overall you you gotta expect you're gonna be start start getting wrestlers in there and uh we'll see if stephen thompson can continue his reign for a belt i mean that would be something to see at 39 years old um, I personally don't think he would beat some of the top, top guys such as Hamzat Shemaev or, um, hell, even Usman or any, uh, or especially not, I think a fight with, between him and Alex Pereira could be pretty interesting though. I won't lie. I think that that could be a very interesting fight. So we'll have to see and wait and see what happens. But I want to thank you guys for listening in. Uh, for any viewers on YouTube, on YouTube we are Cam's MMA Pod um, or Cam Taylor on YouTube. So go check us out there. You can find me on Twitter at Belated and Hated. That is B E L A T E D and A N D H A T E D. Just Belated and Hated. Um, I've got to go ahead and get all my socials linked up, matched up, so you can find me easier. But I do appreciate you guys listening in, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. That is all we have for this episode three. We are just going over the fight night, but I can't wait to stream again for you guys this coming weekend for UC um, on December 10th. And uh, it's going to be quite the show. And our buddy Alexander Hernandez is fighting on there. I, I can't say buddy, but, you know... Alexander Hernandez will be fighting on that card, and it'll be, I mean, we got Patty Pimlet, we got Jan Blahovich, uh, dude, there's a whole kind, a whole slew of fighters on that card that we're excited to see here, and it is a pay-per-view, but we're going to go ahead and uh, buy that one for sure, and I can't wait to show you guys more of what we got over here at Cannes MMA Pod, 
So I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, evening, night, wherever you may be in the world. I appreciate you guys a lot. So thanks for tuning in. And this has been episode three of Cam's MMA Pod. Good night, you guys.